know I missed Thanksgiving, so I still want to say happy holidays. I'm just going to put it in a whole package. This time of the year is actually my favorite time of the year. I feel like the holidays kind of just smack you in the face, like back to back to back to back. You know, we got Thanksgiving, then we have like Christmas and then the New Year's. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas, we got Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and all of the holidays are kind of convinced into like one area of the year and then after new year's we got the ultimate holiday not the ultimate holiday let me not girl sit down (laughs) we have my birthday which comes january 9th if anyone asks y'all probably didn't ask but it's okay i'm gonna tell you anyway but this holiday season uh well this thanksgiving season let's talk about thanksgiving because it's not christmas yet i know that this season is hard for a lot of people and i just want to say that there is one always something to be thankful for even the slightest bit of things Um, my dad would always tell me he still says this to this day and sometimes it irritates me but he always goes big girl it can always be worse. (laughs) Like I just, it'll just hear it. It just irritates me, but it's a hundred percent true. Things can always be worse, be worse. And I know I was gone because mentally, I think I was just, I don't want to say I was going through a lot. I was definitely going through less from my work situation. And we're going to be talking about that a little later, but I do want to say that Thanksgiving is typically a hard time for me. And it's going to wrap up into the gratitude, like just, just stay focused. It, you know, my message always wraps up, but Thanksgiving has always been a hard time for me for the reason being, I have a very small family here in Atlanta. I'm the only child. It's me, my mom, my dad, my aunt, and my cousin, Um, my other cousin, she moved away to California. So it's not really like a whole bunch of us. Um, Both of my grandparents are deceased on both sides. So You know, it's really just us here in Atlanta. We usually spend it, you know, together and it's usually small. But my ex-boyfriend, his family was like really big and Thanksgiving was my favorite time with them. Growing up, Thanksgiving wasn't huge for me because I always like I hate Thanksgiving food. I still do to this day. I only have three things on my plate, always turkey, mac and cheese and a roll like that's it. But I know it's sad. I eat like a child. But when I was with my ex, like Thanksgiving was such a huge deal. And because he didn't like live here, he went to school and play football elsewhere. Like Thanksgiving was when I got to see him. And so spending time with his family, like they just, they have like a lot of um, traditions and stuff around Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I'm smiling talking about this because I really enjoyed that time. And although we've been broken up for years now, it took me... Even this Thanksgiving was better for me, but I still think about it. I feel like, and I know this might be controversial to say, but in life, I really feel like there are some pains that you just kind of learn to live with. They do get better, but it's still kind of there. Like it doesn't hurt, but I do think about it and like go back to that time. And it's just, I don't know, like I really miss that like big family feel, not necessarily him, but just the family feel. And so Thanksgiving, even after we broke up, has always been a really hard time for me. Like Thanksgiving was just the hard, the hardest time ever for me. Like forget the anniversary that we would have, like Thanksgiving time was the worst. So 
this Thanksgiving, I still kind of thought about it. it. It didn't hurt as much, but it's still, I feel like it's starting to hurt because I'm getting to the age now where I want my own family. And so now it's like, we're back at this place where it's like, at one hand, on one hand, I'm very thankful for the things that God has blessed me with. But then on the other hand, sometimes I feel like I'm missing the things that I really want. So for today's episode, I felt like it was very important as the comeback episode because I know I did leave y'all hanging Thanksgiving and I hope y'all can forgive me now that I told y'all my history of Thanksgiving and how it kind of affects me and my mood. But is there a such thing as having too much gratitude? Um... And the short answer, in my opinion, I feel like yes. And I will tell you why in a minute, because it kind of came to my detriment of having too much gratitude or being way too thankful to where I was ignoring, well, I am (laughs) ignoring how I feel currently. I feel like too much of everything or too much of anything can be bad for you and Gratitude is one. I preach about gratitude a lot because there's always something to be thankful for, like I said at the beginning of the video. And I do want to read the definition of um, gratitude. Actually, there are three types of gratitude, which we're not going to go into each type of gratitude on here, but I think it's actually pretty interesting. So the three types or categories of gratitude is one an effective trait. So one's overall tendency to have a grateful uh, disposition. So, you know, the glass half full type of people who always look at the brighter side of things. I feel like I'm getting better about that now that I'm older, but growing up, I was very pessimistic and would always look at the glass half full. The second type of gratitude or category of gratitude is a mood. So daily fluctuations in overall gratitude. Of course, we all experience this on and off. And then the third category is an emotion, a more temporary feeling of gratitude that one may feel after receiving a gift or a favor. So those are the three categories of gratitude. Gratitude is a conscious, positive emotion one can express when feeling thankful for something, whether tangible or intangible. Gratitude implies much more than showing good manners. It is a practice that requires acknowledgement of someone else's gesture towards us or the things that are going well in our lives. So gratitude can really play a whole role of shaping and sculpting your life to like a better fulfillment and a better overall outlook and not only that attitude and I feel like when you have a good attitude you want to do better like maybe that's just me but uh, I don't know that could be maybe be backed by research but I don't know I ain't got the research in front of me right now so I'm not gonna make a bold statement like that but in my opinion I feel like Whenever I'm putting myself and thinking about the things that I do have, the things that were given to me, and not only tangible things, but even intangible things, right? Because strip away all of the things that we own, all of the money that we have in our bank accounts, at the end of the day, we come into this world alone, we leave into this world alone, and the memories that we have with people are worth more than a lot of the possessions that we have. So um, that's one thing. But... What happens when, and turning to the Bible, it's not even one verse I can tell y'all, but (laughs) turning to the 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 whole front part of the Old Testament, child, right? 
We have the Israelites. We have the Israelites. They were enslaved. God saved them, delivered them from slavery. And what did they do? They were thankful. They were thankful. But then they were in the wilderness for 40 years. They wandered the wilderness for 40 years because of how they were acting and how were they complaining to God. It got to the point where they were complaining, like, why would God take us out of slavery? We might as well go back if he's going to kill us, if he's going to have us in the woods. We don't want to eat the manna every day. We don't want this. We don't want that. We don't want this. And it got to the point where God was like, okay, they're going to roam in the woods for 40 years because I'm tired of these folks complaining. They are not grateful for anything. And it's so crazy because when I was reading the Bible, um, and of course I still continue to read the Bible, I'm now on the book of Judges. I know I ain't that too far as long as I want it to be, but that's okay. But when I was reading that, I was just like, dang, every paragraph they have something to complain about. It was just like, dun, 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 dun. Like, damn, every paragraph. And then I would sit and I would just think on the stuff that, Dang, girl, every day, Imani, you got something to complain about. (laughs) It just comes full circle, right? Like, I look at the Israelites as I judge them as I'm reading the Bible. Not necessarily judge them, but like, dang, that's crazy. It's easier to look at someone else's, right, mess than it is yours sometimes. And then I would um, meditate on my life and like, dang, I'm kind of the same way, though. Apple didn't fall way too far. And that's when I decided, wow, I need to actually work on being gracious even the smallest things the example that uh dr michelle said honestly i don't even know if dr michelle said it you know i listen and read a lot of different things but there's an example that i once heard and it talked about how we go grocery shopping and when we're looking for a parking spot how many times do we find a parking spot but it's not necessarily the parking spot that we want so we keep going to find something closer that is an example of not being gracious for something that is very small there's a book about gratitude as well that i'm going to have in the description box because i can't think of the name right now but it is perfect if you don't want to read the bible like cover to cover which i mean i still think you should read the bible but that still has a verse by paragraph by paragraph explanation on how the israelites were just practicing ingratitude towards the lord and how it inevitably led to their downfall right And there were consequences because of that. There are consequences for not being thankful for the things that you do have. Because when you're not thankful for the things that you have, you take them for granted. And when you take things for granted sometimes, what does that look like? It looks like, I don't know, maybe disrespecting your parents or disrespecting your friends or not taking care of things that are tangible, throwing them around. And all of a sudden, maybe you lost them. Maybe someone stole it. And you realize One day you wake up and you don't have what you, you know, what you kind of took for granted and realize how important it was for you. And that can be within everything, right? Even something super small that can be within like dating, right? A man woke up and all of a sudden realized, wow, like I didn't appreciate her while I had her. And you're like, it's too late. The same thing can happen for us within any given moment. So it's so important to be so gracious and so thankful for what you have. But with my walk with gratitude and trying to be not as, you know, complaining and nagging and stuff and focusing on the things that I didn't have, I started to walk down this path that was very unhealthy for me mentally. And the reason being is because 
I started to ignore my feelings and invalidate my feelings based off of the things that I didn't have because I didn't want to seem like the Israelites in the forest that took God for granted, right? It was, I wanted to pray to God about my horrible job and what I was enduring at the place of work that I was at. But I didn't want to seem like I was complaining because at the end of the day, I had a job and some people don't. It's things like that, right? So sometimes I would see myself telling some of my friends the things that were going on in my workplace and they were even sometimes invalidating what was happening or how it affected me. They truly didn't understand how they how it affected me. And I'm not saying that to blame them, but sometimes when you go to people about certain things, they're not you. They don't live in your skin. They didn't grow up experiencing the things that you've grown up, right? They don't really know 100% your triggers or how that may affect you. So they might try to say something positive to you like, yeah, I understand your job right now is very hard, money, but some people don't have a job. And it might be hard, but just, you know, work through it, pray about it. And, you know, that's not bad advice. That's that's pretty good advice. Pray about it. We don't work through it. That's pretty good advice. That's solid, right? But then deep down inside, I was I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. So I was constantly living in it for months, crying, not being able to sleep, eating uncontrollably, like just not being able to focus, not being consistent on the things that I wanted to do, the goals that I set for myself because my job was literally consuming me. It was consuming me. And I'm using my job because that is the biggest example that literally just happened. And so finding balance is the most important thing to do. Yes, having gratitude, but finding balance because it can get very unhealthy for you to always be like, well, at least I'm thankful my boyfriend might beat on me, but at least I have one. That that's not that's not that's that's not gratitude, right? That's that's not. Oh gosh, why am I laughing? It's not funny, but it's it's because a lot of people say that. Like, oh, he might cheat on me. Let me not say be. He might cheat on me, but at least I have one. At least I got a fiance this season. He might not be the best. He might gamble all our money away, but at least I have one. I'm still thankful that I have someone to take care of X, Y, and Z. Finding balance is going to be the best way that you can move forward in hitting the goals that you've set for yourself. Maybe setting some new goals, reaching new destinations, traveling, making new friends, getting a new job, getting a new hobby, right? Always thank God for the things that you do have first before asking for more or anything else. God knows the desires of your heart. So do not be afraid to go to him. And partly of the reason why I struggle with this and why you may be struggling with this as well is that I feel like some churches really preach to encourage fear, not like God is love, but more of to be fearful of him because he could end you because he's some man in the sky with a deep voice who condemns sin and and everything else and hates this and hates that and hates this and hates that. But we all forget that the message that God truly loves each and every one of you all. He loves everyone. 
He can't stand when we sin, but that does not mean that he loves us any less. There's nothing that can separate us from God's love. My selfishness can't separate me from God's love. My anger can't separate me from God's love. He's always willing to be near and to draw near when I allow him to, and the same will go for you. So to combat this spirit of I don't even know what the spirit is called, but to combat being too gracious to where you're afraid to ask for the things that you really desire is to just spend time with God and to note that he knows the desires of your heart and that nothing in this world can separate you from his love. So I will see y'all in the next video. Share this with a friend. I was about to say like, subscribe, and comment. Y'all know, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. (laughs) Share this with a friend and I'll see y'all next time.